Welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Uh, everybody, you can work or drive or whatever while listening to this episode. It's not going to be that good. Rob, so. were, you, were you close to coming up with a jingle right there? I thought about it. I was, I was pointing my fingers around when I was saying it. So like, I think I'm getting there. We're on minute 157. Uh, in this minute, water pours in on the grand staircase. But this minute starts out with the smokestack <laughs> just landing <laughs> on Fabrizio. Kerplunk. Um, More of like know, a kersploosh, I guess. <laughs> is there any chance he might have survived? I guess. I, I mean, like, could he have gotten underneath the water in time? No. I, well, the smokestack helps him underwater. So <laughs> he did get underwater. That I could promise you. <laughs> I think uh, it's it it leaves open enough doubt that someone could do some fan fiction on Fabrizio oh, yeah. if they um, are so inclined. I'm sure there's plenty of Fabrizio fanfic. It's much more ambiguous than his uh, alternate death we talked about. There's yes. an idea for a, cr- a credits episode: is uh, each of us diving into some Titanic fanfic. Oh. There we go. Yeah. I, I was thinking that what you were going to say is that there should have been a post credit sequence with Fabrizio. Just popping up. Popping up and like. Where'd everybody go? Uh, where's America? He is the ghost <laughs> that starts Ghost Ship. Yes. <laughs> ghost Ship. Connecting the larger just, like ocean liner universe. Yes. What if it was just Fabrizio's mangled body crawling up on Ellis Island? And oh then it was God. like I found re- it. Thank you. And and then it was a revenge. lead the way. Point the way. <laughs> <laughs> then it was a revenge movie. There we go. I would. It, it was Death Wish all of a sudden. Oh my God! I would watch that. Just Fabrizio k- killing uh, the one percent. <laughs> I'd watch that too. I w- I would buy multiple tickets. Yep. I would, yeah. Uh. Okay. So the smokestack hits the water, creates a huge wave. We're back at uh, the tidal pool and just uh, like our podcast, and Noah's, huh? and, and Noah's yeah. Ark. Yeah, knocking people off their lifeboat, similar to that listener when I laugh and make him too loud. And, and they just drive off the road because I've never yeah. heard of the volume knob. <laughs> you guys haven't let that go yet, huh? It's the dumbest comment. <laughs> uh, one guy's trying to get on Cal's boat. Uh, Jack and Rose are stuck in a crowd. Um, some guys praying, you know, and though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh, is it so, cu- is it Coolio? That's what I was thinking. Coolio should have been the name of one of those little uh, probes. Someone at please the beginning fo- of the movie. Photoshop Coolio's face onto that guy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or Weird Al. Yes. Uh, either or- one is acceptable. Yeah. Yep. Bonus points for both. Uh, yeah. If you can, if you can, if they made it, the two of them. Oh. oh. <laughs> no. Let's not. Let's not do that. And Jack says, you want to walk a little faster through that valley? Uh, Good I, one. I like this. That's, I like uh, this. That, that's something that would definitely bug Neil. Yes, Just that's Leo true. Just being a jerk while some guy who's about to die is saying is praying. <laughs> But the movie does need that moment of levity after like everything it's, we've just gone through. It's a mixed. Mm. I, 
it's kind of funny, but also pretty dickish. It for sure isn't a kind thing to say. <laughs> no. And it's not as if, like, it made that much difference in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Could have just gone around them. Yeah, there, there's people right in front of that guy. Well, maybe maybe, uh, maybe Jack doesn't know his prayers, and he's like, this is not a valley. Is Jack the guy who takes the pickup game of basketball way too seriously? Oh, that's a good question. What kind of pickup player do you think Jack would be? I don't think be? he takes anything seriously. Yeah, I think he would be... Uh, I think he would shoot a lot, actually, and just be <laughs> laughing while he did it. He would think it's missing. hilarious when he did something bad, and then everyone get mad at him. The he, he's the guy that's on like the your your bar sponsor team, but he doesn't go to the bar after the game. He goes um, somewhere else, like which is a huge no no. You gotta you gotta you gotta go to the bar. That's, he he yep. goes to get froyo or something. Like there's not uh, enough girls there. I don't want to go there. He's yep. that guy. Yep. Everyone knows uh, if you have a sponsor, you should buy drinks for them. Oh, uh, I'm an alcoholic. Ooh. <laughs> Are you talking to me? <laughs> um Okay. So back back on the back in the grand staircase. <laughs> I've been sober for ten years. Uh, stupid uh, excuses like that. Uh, oh, it's a temptation if I'm around alcohol. <laughs> um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just love how, like, oh, whenever... my dad was killed by a drunk driver. Uh, uh, Titanic by, and taking, I was the driver. Uh. Titanic minute taking the bold stance that uh, alcoholics are wusses. <laughs> well, no, the recovering ones are the wusses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Actual yeah, alcoholics are cool. Yeah, you just live with it. <laughs> Functioning you, you, alcoholics. You play the cards you were dealt. <laughs> Functioning alcoholics are the real heroes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> takes a lot of takes a lot of. I.e. every resident of Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> they were divided into functional and non-functional. Yep, <laughs> yep. If you have seven DUIs and you are driving a lawnmower to get to the bar, you're not functioning very well. <laughs> um, okay, back where are we at? Okay, back in the staircase, we have Aster still holding on. He's still alive, Joe. Still the richest guy in the boat. Cool. And then Ship. water just comes pouring through the glass dome. Uh, yeah, Rob must be watching a different movie because I'm pretty sure he was on a ship. Mm, you're right, ship. I'm sorry. Uh, so Rob has been watching All Is Lost this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to start talking? Yeah, this is... So, you guys, what's Robert Redford doing in yours? Are you tying a knot still? <laughs> um, so, you might be wondering, how do they do this, Rob, with this grand staircase being filled with water through that glass? Let me tell you, they have a big set, and they just dump a bunch of water through. Th- <laughs> <laughs> they literally just did what we they, watched get filmed. <laughs> they endanger the lives of numerous yes. extras. <laughs> they literally just, let's just pour a bunch of water through there on all these people. Have the glass break and see how it works. Hopefully, we get a we get a so get shards of glass time. were coming raining down on them. Well, I'm guessing it wasn't real glass. I'm sure they had something that was a little safer. Pro- but maybe they used that spider webbing stuff from car windshields so that it wouldn't be sharp. Yeah, but it was. I mean, they did have like a. I mean, it's it's exactly what you think. They have like the set and they have that glass like dome and then they just have this giant like t- like I don't know how much how many gallons of water just dump out of a huge like massive bucket 
like at like a splash pad and so, just like land right. on everyone. I have I have a kind of a two part question. Uh, Go was, ahead, listener. Uh, <laughs> so, number one, do you think that the insurance policy for this for Paramount and Fox on this movie was just had a ridiculously high premium? Or do you think they just totally lied about what the movie was about? I think, think they just went to Mexico and filmed it to get around do you some think, of stuff. Do you think that the insurance uh, pitch that they gave to whatever company was just, oh, yeah, it's basically my dinner with Andre on a boat? Yeah, <laughs> my dinner with Andre. Oh, man. That's a good question. Like, uh, what, what was the insurance like for this movie? Like, I will there, say – go ahead. I, I mean, I know that there are actors where – insurance basically won't cover them because they're such a crazy person or they're kind of like a risk to others or it's like jennifer lopez's butt yeah insured by was it like lords of london or whatever yeah yeah did so like what what was the insurance policy like for james cameron and titanic i don't know i did read that uh when this happened when they dumped all this water in it literally ripped the stairway off the foundation jesus <laughs> So they're like, oh, I wonder if that's what really happened on the ship. Still amazed no one died during this filming. Yeah, that's that actually yeah, that's <laughs> actually a, a decent segue, which I was going to wait to the end, but I'll get to it now. Uh, we've talked a lot about how the production of this movie was sort of a disaster, and the early press was very, very negative. I found a Time magazine article... This is from November 25th, 1996. So this is 13 months before it's released. The name of the article, the headline is Glub, Glub, Glub. <laughs> okay. And the subheadline is, Can James Cameron's Extravagant Titanic Avoid Disaster? Is, now, this, a, is this a Richard Corliss article? Uh, this is written by Kim Masters. Okay. Now, couple things i tried i wasn't going to read the whole thing and i'm not going to but as i was highlighting passages i wanted to read i ended up highlighting a lot of it but i think it's worth it okay so here's here's how the article starts and the reason i'm bringing this up is a lot of stuff we're seeing today uh in this week was film is where they were at where they were what they were filming when this when kim masters was there uh lead paragraph Director James Cameron gazes intently at a small monitor displaying footage of a recently shot scene from his film in progress, Titanic. The sound hadn't been added yet, but the faces of the doomed passengers indicate that they know the outlook is grim aboard the supposedly unsinkable ship. A priest is leading a prayer, and as his lips move, Cameron murmurs the lines, Hail Mary, full of grace. That's the first paragraph. Wow. Continues on. One can almost imagine that Cameron is asking a higher power to help navigate this his Titanic to a safe harbor at the box office next summer. The picture, which has been in production since September on locations ranging from Nova Scotia to Baja, California, is already causing a stir in Hollywood with its burgeoning budget, which studio sources peg as lowest $120 million and others put as high as $180 million. Uh, so it was pretty much saying that this would be the most expensive picture ever made since Waterworld. Uh, it also mentions that throw in tales of Cameron, the usual, I love this quote, usual Cameron generated onset turmoil, <laughs> plus an extraordinary incident in which virtually the entire cast and crew were dosed of PCP. <laughs> <laughs> so it continues on about like, you know, Cameron sort of defends that, you know, hey man, spectacles cost money. So it continues, quote, 
this level of expenditure makes some sort of twisted sense to studio executives for a big picture starring Schwarzenegger because they sort of mentioned earlier that uh, um, True Lies was like went over budget previously. Uh, back to quoting this. But Titanic is a historic piece without without major stars. It features up-and-comers Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. An executive at another studio says he can't imagine attempting, quote, a period movie for that kind of dough on the water with Jim. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, go on a little later, quote, Nevertheless, Hollywood insiders can't fathom how Fox and Paramount, which are splitting the cost, will make money. Indeed, soon after shooting began, Paramount became spooked by the budget and demanded that Fox limit its exposure. Facing a possible court fight, Fox agreed. Hmm. So, as I'm reading this, you kind of remember why this, you know, while this movie was in production, everyone was like, what a mess. Like, if we were reading about this now on the internet, which we kind of are about Avatars 2 through 4, we kind of are saying the same thing, right? Uh, Continues on. Quote, but Cameron won't yield when it comes to getting his vision on the screen. At the moment, he is several hundred miles south of Hollywood filming at the Mexican beach town of Rosario on a 40-acre site dominated by a massive 750-foot-long recreation of the ship. A hulking shell built almost to scale. It rests in a 17-million-gallon tank and will be lowered into the water by degrees. Tonight's shoot takes place on the poop deck, which can be tilted as much as 90 degrees by hydraulic lifts. This is one of the film's most harrowing sequences, at least from a production point of view. A couple of hundred extras play steerage passengers who must endure take after take in which they careen down the deck to its end, slamming into each other at high speeds. It's about as rough as football and without helmets and padding. Quote, These people are getting banged up horribly, Cameron acknowledges. One night's work produces two broken ribs and a sprained ankle. (laughs) Uh... Amid the mayhem, the director remains a perfectionist. He fusses with each shot, unbuttoning the jacket of an Irish musician who is about to be wrenched from his wife's arms by a flailing fellow passenger, an extra with a bandage on his head, presumably from damage inflicted during an earlier shot, is admonished to keep his head turned away from the camera. (laughs) All right, this is the last paragraph I'm going to read. When the poop deck angles to 30 degrees or more, the actors don harnesses so they can't fall off. Quote, I wish I could do it every scene. Tether the extras so they can't go to the bathroom, Cameron says. He's only half joking. During the making of True Lies, the director decreed that anyone who asked for a potty break was fired. Cameron says he doesn't care if his crew gets mad. Quote, I'm pretty demanding, he admits. When we're spending 25000 to 35000 or $45,000 an hour and my hand is on the throttle, it's my job to be impatient. <laughs> Uh, and the article kind of goes on. The good news about on. Titanic is you can just kind of go to the bathroom whenever. Yes, that's true. The article kind of goes on, but essentially it ends with like James Cameron talking about how it's going to be a romance, and like people being like, "That doesn't really make us feel better." That is not your forte, man. Yeah. So uh, that's from uh, that's from uh, uh, when did I say it was? November of ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. So. Uh, how about that for a little little fun facts about the uh, on the set and how much money all this cost and how everyone was just saying? I think that's probably the most famous article of like this is a disaster. Question to both of you: Yeah, if you could be a fly in the wall to any uh, doomed movie production, regardless of whether or not the movie was successful, what would it be? 
I mean, Apocalypse Now, right? Yeah, that that's got to be up there. Yeah, probably. I mean, whenever you enter the uh, Marlon Brando factor, you're I, I was operating s- on a different scale. <laughs> I was going to say it has to be Brando. My answer is Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. because that has Kilmer, too. Yeah. Yes, who's, yeah, also uh, a bit of but, a prima donna, Tana. But, but yes, uh, pretty much anything with Brando takes the cake. Uh, so uh, back to what we have going on in this minute. We do have this, one of the most famous shots, I would say, in the movie. We have this iconic special effects shot of the water rushing through and doors are being blasted off. Mm, I think that shot sucks. Really? I think it's the worst special effects of the sinking sequence so far. Or at least has aged the worst. Okay. What do you think, Doug? Honestly, it's one of my favorite in the movie because I'm a a sucker for good model work. Yeah, me too. So it's a 20 to 30. So it's all models? It's all models. Yeah, it's a 20 to 30 foot. Well, I, I think you have a valid point, Joe, because it does seem unreal. Like it does seem. And, and what it is, is it's a 20 to 30 foot hallway, like a model. And then they have these giant drop tanks, which are like 20 feet in the air. So the water is rushing fast enough. And I think the reason it looks so strange is the camera is moving so fast because the camera has to move faster than the water. Also, there's no, there's no there's no reference point. Yeah, uh, I I remember. Well, I, I'm sure you guys can come up with other examples, but I remember that there's an anecdote for the Blues Brothers, where they filmed all these car chases, and the first time they shot them, they didn't look right because there was nothing in the shot that gave it perspective of what actual motion was, mm-hmm. and so maybe that's what it is too. I, uh, another obvious example is the the aviator. They talk about Howard Hughes and how he needed clouds in the sky. Yeah, it's almost like when you see those, like, I mean, it's not really that popular anymore, but those, like, Instagram shots with, like, the, you know, like an area of view with, like, the tilt filter. So, like, it looks like a model. Uh, yeah. This this is strange with that, too, because I, 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 I love this shot, but, Joe, I, I kind of agree. I actually thought it was CGI. And then when I like watched the behind the scenes and saw it was a model, I was actually a little surprised. Um, so yeah, it's a model. And then one thing is apparently Cameron wasn't happy with it, but then in post he decided to tilt tilt the shot so it was at an angle, and then he thought that kind of did the trick because originally it was shot straight on, it's just straight back. Yeah, and but I um, think it's because the camera has to move so fast. Yeah, the so, speed the speed of water basically. Yeah. Um, so I have a deleted scene, guys, that happens right after this, uh, special effect shot. This is the 24th deleted scene. It's also, I believe, the shortest. Uh, we are at a staircase in Steerage. We're at a gate. Water is rushing up, and we see Cora, the little girl, and her mom and dad as they drown. Oh. Yeah. Oh, how nice. And she's actually holding on to the doll that we see at the beginning of the movie, and we, you know, both when she has it and uh, through Titanic's wreckage. Does Cora get uh, to correct her dad one more time? She does not. There, Dad, you went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite is in the commentary on the deleted scene. Cameron says, "Quote: I think the thinking was it was too horrific to see a child drown, especially one that we got to know." <laughs> she's in the movie for a minute and a half. Yeah, if but that. I agree. It does, like, it's not a great... Like, we've had... Last week, we sort of had, like, that week of, like, sadness. We don't need to now see a, a little girl and her pa- family 
no, drown I, at a gate. I don't, I don't think it was necessary, but it's just weird logic on the terms of, oh, one we've gotten to know so well. Because yeah. she's she's had like one or two lines. But anyway, it again, wise to leave this scene out. I agree. Um, so finally this minute ends with the uh, propellers of Titanic rising out of the water. And that is all I have for this minute. Do you got any survey news? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on like really dig it in because we sort of spent a lot of time on glub glub glub. But uh, guys, I have a, an exciting announcement for our listeners, mm-hmm. and an unexciting announcement for Joe and Duff. We have reached 77 survey entries. So, not only are you on the hook, Duff, but Joe, so are you now. I'm not gonna rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> saw well, you, it when you, it came out and I'm not watching it again so I'll just sit here well and, the good news is you don't have be to mad. because the the agreement was if we got 75 Rob and I would do it and if we got 76 the three of us would do it and we got 77 so we don't have to do it mm. that's not what it was it's not no, what I do it work. I do believe that go, one too many am I wrong oh am, go back no, to the tape wrong. am this I wrong this isn't price is right <laughs> went over you know what it's just go, gonna be Meeks and I talking let's about go, it let's go back to the tape Let's go find it, whatever minute oh, that was. It'll be Meeks and I, and you guys can sit with all your FOMO, and it'll be our most downloaded episode said, ever. If we get, I don't care at all. If we get 75, and if we get 76, now we're at 77, so we don't have to do it. I'll just go and delete one entry. <laughs> <laughs> and close the survey. All right, so that's going to happen well after we finish the show, to be clear. That's it'll, not going to be. It'll, it'll come out with Avatar. So in like ten years. No, it'll, no. It'll come Joe. out with the next Avatar. I keep my promises. Yeah. yeah. If another Avatar movie ever comes out and actually gets finished, then it will cross promotion, baby. Oh my god! All right, all right. I listeners know that I'm looking out for you, and we'll be <laughs> back tomorrow with a new uh, Heart of the Ocean. Yeah.